Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Fallon wants to atone, Blake wants to get out, and Crystal wants it all. Take it easy, Shawshank. Let them eat cake. That's right. We are talking CW's Dynasty Season 3, Episode 3, Wild Ghost Chase. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Buzz. Talk about a wild ghost chase. I feel like I'm seeing a ghost right now. <laughs> yeah. Maddie is back in the studio, I'm ladies back, and gentlemen. I'm back. I'm so happy to be back. Wow, the season so far. That's right. The season is amazing. And any pronoun that you associate with, we welcome you to our CW's Dynasty After Buzz After Show. We are the top dynasty after show on the planet that is yes. the truth that's not yeah. my opinion that's <laughs> thanks to all of you we are talking season three episode three wild ghost chase and i am proud and pleased to say dynasty dynasty heiress herself maddie is back in the building <laughs> maddie i'm hi. back i have my uh fur coat here it's a little faux hot fur, in here. Faux yeah. fur faux fur of course um i'm gonna put it on in a bit i'm a little hot right now but I wanted to kind of match you in your furry robe. I appreciate you, and this is also faux, but I am not. And if you don't know who I am, I am Tehran. I will be hosting and paneling on this panel. But remember, all of you at home are, if not as much more so part of this panel than all of us. We love hearing your comments below. Keep them coming. Your theories are better than the Dynasty writers. I feel that a lot of things that you state are things that are actually more creative in a lot of ways, and they are getting very creative this season. This season, in my opinion, has been by far the best. I am enjoying it immensely. What were your thoughts on this after uh, this show, uh, this show, this episode, Wild Ghost Chase? So much has happened. Uh, honestly, this has been the craziest season, I think. Um, obviously, we're only into episode three, but uh, a lot of frustration for er, Fallon. I I can't imagine what she's feeling with, um, you know, her and Liam. So, oh, I, Fallon's my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> you you can say tell. you can't imagine, but I feel like this has happened to you. No, not with the amnesia, like, forgetting everything, obviously not to the extreme, but she just, it's like when you want someone to just remember the good times, and they just can't. So maybe I, yeah, maybe it has happened to me in the slightest, I don't know. Um, Either than that, uh, Melissa came back, and that's crazy. So, yeah, I just, I thought it was a good episode, I love the Halloween party, and uh, the fight with the cake. That was so that much was, happened. Yeah, so much happened. So much happened. I thought it was a great episode. I am finding myself looking forward to watching the debauchery that takes place that is Dynasty, watching it unfold. I enjoy mm-hmm. how how good the season is coming together. We are now established with all the characters. There is no need for a backstory or a front story. It's yeah. all about the drama. It's all about the conflict. And we're seeing that Fallon, of course, atoning for her past sins how that played out. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy watching Blake 
always finding somehow to be on top. And I mean that even when it comes to Crystal. Ayo! Mm -hmm. And I also like how things are shaping up with Colhane's storyline and Jeff's storyline, these subplots, and, and Sam has become my favorite character on the show. Yeah. He's matured a lot, so it's great to see that. We're yeah. going to break down this episode, and we're going to talk about the community service, of course, that Fallon yeah. has. <laughs> Madam President, Melissa Daniels is back on the show. If you remember, she was a season one-er, and now we see her back at season three as the president of the Historic Society. Big Brother Evan! Evan is there. Evan has a part to play is he as forgiving as we thought dominique the sneak yes she gets her own moniker colhane gets rewarded or does he deserve it crystal's conjugal visit every time crystal shows up at that jail something good happens mm -hmm. or is it that good monica is on the job monica has become an investigator on her own sam sells or does he jeff scares the hell out of even me at that party, Evan and Fallon in the Garden of Evil. Yeah, that's what I called it. We also have our special segment, Wow! That's the outfit that wowed us the most. Some news and gossip, predictions and more. You're going to want to stay tuned. Let's talk community service. Okay, Maddie, yeah. would you have done it or would you have taken the easy way out? I would have done it. I've done community service. Have you? Uh, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, when they showed that pile of junk or whatever she had to clean up, Fallon had to, it wasn't that bad. So. It's not that it's bad not for the layman, bad. but for a person who's a billionaire heiress who has never gotten her hands dirty before, yeah. Fallon did a very admirable job. In fact, she was the person who did not take the easy way out, even though she was tempted to do so. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Good for her. Um, you know, even though when she talks about it, it seems really selfish. Obviously, she's like, I want to do this for me so I don't feel guilty anymore. But, you know, it's better than nothing. You know, she could have just paid someone off. So she, I'm surprised. She And case. she almost did. She almost tried to get Tom on the job to get him to go do it. You know, mm -hmm. he's always been the one to take care of the random jobs, especially for <laughs> yeah. her mother. And she didn't want to know the answer. So <laughs> yeah. that garden was a mess. We see her go there thinking that she's going to be playing with the recess boys. And that's not the concept. Mm -hmm. She's dressed for tennis. They have her doing manual labor. I'm actually very impressed with Fallon. Yeah. No, she's uh, turning into or she's evolving as a person, I think. And we'll talk about that later. But I think that's going to really help her and Liam maybe if he ends up sort of remembering things and maybe she'll be a better person down the road what i wasn't impressed with was what, how fallon went to blake in jail and acted like a brat as she wanted adam to be removed from the house yeah that was really childish obviously she hasn't changed completely <laughs> as we she hasn't grown see. as much as she should have of course yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was not the best for her to do, considering, obviously, Blake is now home. But we'll get to that as well. <laughs> but that's the concept is she went there and she was selfish. Here, Blake's in jail and her thought is, I need Adam removed from the house. Honestly, what do you want Blake to do? Blake says it. I'm not in a position to hand out favors right now. Yeah, exactly. Um I don't blame her, though. I, I would lose my mind if I was living under a roof with Adam, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, considering that 
Adam does have an unnatural propensity to try to throw Fallon under the bus. There yeah. is some type of rivalry. Is it an attraction? Is it incestual? Is it rivalry, sibling rivalry? I'm not sure. I think it's all of the above. It's creepy. And I thought he would have been out of the picture a long time ago. And just every time he's around, just everything hits the fan. He's crazy. I'm glad he's not. Adam is one of my favorite characters. I am wondering when we're going to get to learn how Adam effectively screwed up getting rid of the body. Because that's something that's kind of looming. And they haven't touched on it. Oh, it's going to come up. That's for sure. There's so much that will. Um, I think maybe he switched it with someone else's by accident. Or someone went in there and switched it back. So there must be someone like watching him. Someone who's actually trying to thwart their thwarting. Oh, no. Yeah. That sounds very dubious. But then again, <laughs> it wouldn't be Dynasty if it wasn't. Do you think Fallon was sentenced to enough time with 100 hours of community service? No, obviously I don't want her to be in jail, but that is like the bare minimum you can get, right? For doing what, you know, the family did. It wasn't all her fault, but she should have served jail time for that situation. And 100 hours is nothing compared to, you know, obviously, like uh, Trixie's brother said, Alvin, he's saying that's not enough, 100 hours. That's, yeah. Like, that's nothing. But she does come from a place of privilege. She has the best lawyers at her. She went in and she confessed. She didn't have to do that. She's trying to atone. She doesn't get any any bonus points for doing all these things? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it was a really bad thing that happened. So she should have at least gotten a little bit of jail time. For what exactly? What was her crime? Well, I mean, she pushed Trixie. Allegedly. We don't know if it was a push or if Trixie fell. Yeah, but I mean, just maybe keeping it under wraps for so long. I don't know. Um, Because if she didn't have the money and the power, she would have been in jail for at least a little bit. So her crime is obstruction of justice. Yeah. I'm on Fallon's side. Like, I like Fallon as a character, but I could see why Evan, obviously, Trixie's brother, is upset. And I think, you know, 100 hours doesn't really... That wouldn't make me feel better if that was, you know, my sister. So I get where he's coming from. It's always difficult to have someone die. Evan, of course, we see this big brother, Evan, uh, coming off of last episode where Fallon basically goes to atone for her sins with their mother who has a panic attack now she's going to the group Fallon is putting in the effort at least yeah this is a different she's she's ballsy for you know showing up to all these things especially after the mom had a massive panic attack but you know good for her I guess and And she sees Evan do you think there are sparks with Evan (laughs) yes I was uh, I knew that was coming when you know at the end um, obviously, and they she finds out it was him that was destroying the garden, and uh, they almost kiss. I knew that was coming, like from the almost kiss. Um, well, like, and then she goes, "Oh, my fiance, whatever." And then I just knew from when they were like, she went to the meeting and saw him, and they were kind of like lingering, talking to each other. I knew that they're gonna hook up or something's gonna happen. Well, there was some 
type of attraction mm-hmm. Fallon says, oh, you've grown. There's these flirtatious, flirtatious communications between the two. I feel that Fallon may also feel guilty and that might be the way that her feelings are projecting. That's true. Um, Maybe she's always had a crush on Evan and now he's back in the picture because we do know he's been gone. He's also very successful. He's also very good looking. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also like, oh, like as soon as she saw him, she's like, wow, you look so good since the last time I saw you. So I don't know if it's I think she's actually genuinely attracted to him. I don't think it's all just about, you know, kind of trying to hook up with him or hang out with him to feel better about what happened with Trixie. So. But at least she does sustain and remain faithful to her feelings for Liam because she yeah. does not give in to the kiss even though the circumstance was there. She does not pursue and she is very upfront about having a fiance. Do you think Evan is going to take the hint or is he going to do more he seems pretty genuine and he was like you know after she said I have a fiance he goes you know I can do the friend thing and help you clean up Uh, so I don't see him being really pushy but I see her getting frustrated so much with Liam and maybe Ashley's gonna come live in the house with the mom obviously the restraining order is there Um, so I can see her kind of falling back onto Evan and there is going to be like something there and hopefully Liam doesn't find out if you know say they do hook up but uh yeah I think it's going to be more on her part so Liam doesn't find out that's your solution let's (laughs) well hopefully not if that's the case because I'm all for Liam and Fallon but it just seems like a lost cause right now um so yeah I think that it's going to be more Fallon's frustration and then she might just end up hooking up with Evan. I'm glad I disagree because I think love conquers all. And when it comes to the concept of love, we love all of you at home who comment below. We enjoy your comments immensely. Thank you so much. Please continue to subscribe and share and spread the word, share the love. Each and every one of you is as much, if not more so, a part of this panel than all of us here. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us that five-star rating we so greatly deserve. We are, after all, the best dynasty after show in the world that is in the world and a big part is thank to all of you so thank you and thank you so much for continuing to keep us being the espn of tv talk thank you guys madam president <laughs> melissa daniels is back in the picture oh my god do you remember melissa from yes. season one so <laughs> yes. if you don't remember melissa melissa is bad news yep as uh, as soon as she walked in and you know talked to Sam and Anders, I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" It just so happens that she is the historical alliance president. For those of you who do not remember Melissa Daniels, remember Melissa Daniels is Paul Daniels's wife, uh, and she basically revealed some of the affairs of her husband to Crystal, who used that information to protect her family in the view of that big article that was coming out with the corruption and the senator. This is all season one. Then, after the whole sex scandal and corruption, the senator is forced to step down. That was a big plot in season one. More so, Stephen 
asks Melissa, and if you remember, Stephen is the long-lost brother who everyone in the Carrington family has forgotten and doesn't care about for some reason. We care way more about Sam than we do about Stephen. Well, Stephen uh, basically had a brief affair with Melissa 10 years ago when he was, quote-unquote, in the closet. And Sam receives an invection letter from ICE where he was being forced to leave. So Stephen basically agrees to sleep with Melissa Daniels again. And that was a huge deal. Because later, as Stephen is about to marry Sam, Melissa tells Stephen that she's pregnant with his child. Of course, that child did not actually end up being Stephen's. Melissa was forced to reveal it belonged to her gynecologist. Basically, Melissa gets around and she has a history of lying. So, just a recap for everyone who is asking who is Melissa Daniels. Melissa's back. Now, she is the president of the Historic Society and the only thing standing in the way of Sam and his hotel from receiving the uh, receiving all the renovations it needs because she wants to give this plaque that's basically dedicated to the homophobe. Yes. Why do I think she planned this out before? Like, I don't think this is a coincidence because she obviously knows who Sam is. Steven has that connection. And it's so, it's kind of obvious that she purposely, I don't know, just came into that hotel and maybe she like paid her way in to be the historical um, alliance president or something. But there just, there has to be a reasoning why she's doing this. I think that's an interesting theory. I didn't even see that angle that she was behind this I unveiling. Think so, that's a like, great way to look at it. What are the chances? What are the chances? There's no way she's gonna just come in there and say, "Oh, I I didn't know that this is your hotel and you were you know married to Stephen." I feel like there's some sort of revenge thing that she's getting at, or. I don't. I just don't trust her. There's something. She's definitely not trustable. That I will definitely give you. I don't know if she planned it out, but I like that. That I theory. I think she did. I really <laughs> like that theory. It's coming. It's coming from a a very dynasty place. I do think that those two in alliance, which happens at the end, of course, after they butt heads, mm-hmm. is going to be trouble. And yeah. also, I think that there's a big so having having that plaque, which is basically is basically everyone thinks that this is the founding father or founding father of Atlanta and a very big deal that plaque is going to cause a lot of trouble for Sam Sam is a huge pride person and here we are dedicating a hotel to a person who believed heavily in gay conversion which yeah. is a huge uh, controversial topic and also the antithesis of who Sam is yeah, exactly, because obviously he's gay, so... I. But he's not just gay. He's, like, a well, gay leader. He's yeah, a yeah, gay exactly. activist. He's yeah. a community leader, and I, I respect that. This is a new Sam. Yeah, so I, I'm worried to see what's going to happen to him, to be honest, because, you know, if you're gay as well, and you're, like, look, like, obviously has a big Instagram, like that girl was saying... And you're going to stay at that hotel or, you know, go to that landmark. Um, You're going to, you know, say a post about him or say a review or whatever and be like, why is this guy in this place? Like, this is the most, 
you know, historic landmark for a homophobic guy. So I don't think it's going to turn out well for Sam, unfortunately. But I don't, I, I don't know. Sam might, might actually okay. thought about selling the hotel. Yeah. Do you think that's a good or a bad idea? I don't, I don't want to see like Anders and him out of a job kind of thing because I liked their partnership. But I do think if he is going to be worried about people judging him and, you know, putting bad reviews, then he should sell it. Anders said, don't worry about him. And I think Anders was secretly behind purchasing the hotel. That was, I was thinking that for like a second. And I was like, no, but. We see this. We yeah. see Kirby had no problem taking taking the company. Maybe this uh, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that will that would be the best situation, obviously. And Anders and Sam were very surprised when Melissa showed up because they had no idea that it would be mm -hmm. Melissa. As we see, Anders drops that the tile, the precious tile, <laughs> the very on the expensive floor. tile. <laughs> exactly. And we also, even though we see a lot of growth from Sam, Sam has become a lot more mature. Even the way he looks is better this this season. I was going to say amazing. his outfits. His very outfits on is point. amazing. He looks yeah, amazing. Very on point. However, we still see that he's throwing his money, or more importantly, Steven's money, at the problem. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what uh, Melissa was kind of jabbing at him about, was that the uh, money was Steven's. It is so, Steven's money. It's Steven's yeah, money, so, and he, he got in a settlement and a divorce. But Anders has been bringing up their financial woes and how the money's right. been trickling, and they're, they are cash flow, and that... All these renovations are costing. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be a problem or an issue going forward? Oh, of course. Like, what are they going to do now? Because it's, they might as well just sell everything or just keep working and they don't have enough to finish. So they're kind of screwed, I think, <laughs> for for a while. We so. see that Sam and Melissa both play dirty. Sam, of course, accidentally messes up the plaque. Melissa accidentally gets all of his permits revoked. Yep. <laughs> Two powerful people, I guess. And she obviously has the power to do that. So I'd, I'd be scared of her if I was Sam, for sure. I'd at least be aware of who yes. she is and how she feels. And, and we've seen her be dubious in the past. Let's make sure that she isn't as dubious there's, going in the there's future. There's a hidden agenda, that's for sure. Well, the person with the biggest agenda on the show, Dominique, the sneak. Yes. <laughs> Dominique Devereaux is, is Jeff and Monica's mother, biological yes. mother, wasn't there for them. And now we see that she's on the verge of being found out to the point where it's brought Jeff back. Jeff, who's been gone in this murder scheme to frame Adam. Jeff is back. He's and back. Dominique is looking for this trust so she can get gain control of the money. Yeah, I was not expecting him to come back this episode. Yeah, that was That strong. was a good surprise, though. But, you know, it was bound to happen because it was kind of frustrating seeing Dominique kind of, like, go behind Monica's back for so long. And then the whole drugging her own daughter was not cool. I didn't like that. Well, she is a Carrington, after all. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect Jeff to come back either. That mm -hmm. was a big surprise. However, Dominique having the hidden agenda, we've known, we've seen her. Yes. Obviously, there is something between her and Blake. There's some deal that's being struck. Dominique has her own best interests at heart. We have not seen Monica on 
many of the episodes. Monica has only played a very small part. It was good to see Monica back. We do really enjoy Monica. Her attitude, her strength, her presence. She is the true moral compass on the show. Mm -hmm. And she believes in things like justice. She seems to be a good person and is the karma factor on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely is. I I don't think, uh, at least this season, like she's kind of stayed back and watched everything. And then when obviously something sounded fishy and she obviously knew that Dominique had, you know, slightly put something in her drink, she called Jeff right away, it seems. Um, And yeah, I think she's probably the best character morally on the show right now. (laughs) Well, she is the one investigating the concept of what's going on. Let's say by morally, let's not forget she was part of the frame job for her brother. However, she is investigating why the police are not looking into Adam. She's looking into it. She's finding out that the cufflink was never found. And the only person who could have removed it was, of course, Dominique. It definitely was. I think so. So we know that Dominique is helping Blake getting rid of Jeff, not framing Adam, and receiving monies for her actions. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen when Monica and Jeff find out definitively that it was Dominique who set them up as well? Well, I feel like they're always kind of disowning her and shutting her out. So I think she might disappear for a long period of time again, maybe till season four. I don't know. (laughs) I think Dominique is the one, she's going to play the Monica part because Jeff always sees that Monica's always been wary of Dominique. Yeah. Even when Jeff was very welcoming. Right. So I don't know who Jeff is going to team up with, his sister or his mother? You know, hopefully Monica, but maybe there'll be some bribing or something with Dominique and Jeff, and she'll convince Jeff to kind of be on her side. I don't know if you can bribe Jeff. Jeff is also (laughs) a very strong individual. Colhane, however, is not. Colhane is easily bought, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> and here we have Fallon buying Colhane's forgiveness for setting him up for the fall with the senator by giving him his her shares in the Atlantics, the soccer team. I mean, good for her for trying to, you know, set things straight with Colhane, but. That's a big thing to give to I someone. hate it. I don't... It's, like, not the like right... Cole yeah, like, I don't like Colhane right now. Colhane has been either. the biggest snake on the show. Colhane has benefited greatly from the Carringtons and all of the... Uh, he hates them when their treachery affects him, but loves them when their treachery gets him things. So, I'm not a big Colhane fan. I do not think he should have been rewarded for being a snake. That is actually very yeah. disappointing to me. I, I'm not. And Fallon needs to stop going against the fa- uh, the family. You also love Blake. When you got your billion dollars, mm-hmm. you loved Blake. When you were the head of this company and that company and you need daddy, you love Blake. But as soon as something goes, then you want to be the moral compass. Fallon, I am not a fan of that attitude yeah. at all. And we already know it's going to happen because Blake's going to find out. And then he's going to... I don't know what Fallon's thinking. Obviously, Blake finds out everything. This is going to destroy her and his relationship for the 10th time or how many times it's been in the season. Well, she's not keeping a secret. It's not like she's doing it behind his back. She's doing it very forward and outwardly. And we hear that Monica says Jeff would have probably done the same, even though we know Jeff is still actually alive. So 
Here, Cohane gets rewarded for his treachery. I'm not a fan. Crystal, however, I do want a reward for her treachery. Crystal goes on a conjugal visit and visits Blake in jail. Yes. <laughs> not only does she give him some whoop whoop, she gives him the shank. The shank that we think he's going to use to protect himself, ultimately he uses it to stab himself. Yes. Or get himself stabbed. I was not expecting that. But I was also like, they would have checked her garter in jail. If she's I don't coming. think so. She paid to get there. There's okay. no checking. She shouldn't have been there in the first place. Once you do something illegal, it's, might as well let it all slide. Once you're yeah. once you're bribing someone, they're not like, oh, you're smuggling this but not that. It's concept of smuggling. And let's not act like getting a shank in jail is not unheard of. It's something that's very common. Even though it was a very nice shank, the plan yeah. was even nicer. The plan that Blake concocted, which is to get stabbed and then be put on house arrest because of the danger it proposes to him in jail. He got really lucky because now he can, well, lucky per se, but now he can be at home and witness all the stuff that's going on around him. But I feel like he might be put back in jail for something. Like there's going to be something coming up. Well, Crystal so also, Crystal's also shown that she wants more power. She specifically states that I want the power. She wants the winery. Yeah. She's the one that fixes the situation. This new Crystal, who we are fans of, is obviously a very power-hungry Crystal. What do you think about the new power-hungry Crystal? I like it. Um... I feel, you know what, for the first time, I feel like she's trustworthy and genuine. I don't think that she's after, like, you know, his money or something like that. Like, I actually do think she cares in these past episodes I've seen on the new season. So, um, I'm all for her. I'm on her side. Usually, like, I was like... With the new crystal coming in last season, I was kind of skeptical, being like, what does she want, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I, I think I agree with everything she's doing. So, do you, like, do you think she has a hidden agenda? I think that Crystal is now becoming a character, not just in name, but also in character. Yeah, she's a little, like... Not like conniving and she is a lot sneaky, more conniving, yes. and she's definitely being influenced by Blake and the whole family. So, I, I like Daniela <laughs> Alonzo as Crystal, and her portrayal is excellent. Mm -hmm. I also see that Crystal's not the only one that's making this move. Jeff came back and scared the hell out of me when he took that mask <laughs> yeah. off. I was like, uh oh, I knew when he was trouble. walking up that was him, though. Just I said, okay, you could tell in his walk. Well, in his walk and then just, you know, I knew he was going to come back in one of the upcoming episodes and it made sense. And it was obviously Monica and Dominique standing there. So I said, has to be Jeff. Who else would it be? And that's where we get this unveil where Monica's found out, places Jeff and Dominique uh, in a position where Jeff and Monica confront Dominique. Yeah. And Dominique gives a heartfelt no, I would never do that to you. Throws oh, on tears. Throws on tears. <laughs> that probably scared me even more. Is that yeah. Dominique is so, so such a Carrington. Yeah, no, she's totally guilty. Um, I wouldn't believe her ever if, you know, she she's doing a bunch of stuff and she always just cries about it. And she's like, I'm always going to love you guys, though. Why are you going to 
take me out of the picture. It's like, because you keep doing stuff like this. Um, I think she'll be out of the picture for a little bit and then she'll weasel her way back in. For I think sure. Dominique wants to restore their family name. Dominique, yeah. Dominique and Adam have a lot in common. They did not live the life they were meant to lead. Mm-hmm. Adam didn't get to be Fallon and Dominique did not get to be Blake. So, yeah, it's like they're obsessed with both of them. Like, obviously, Dominique obsessed with Blake and Adam obsessed with Fallon. So they're just going to, like, do everything they can to be like them or be them. Yes. And, of course, we get the at the end the reveal that Liam is finally out of the hospital. However, uh, he is with his mother, who has a restraining order on Fallon, and Fallon is not able to come near Liam. I know. Oh, that scene with the beeping, I was laughing. I was like, I would just walk out of the building and be like, okay, hey, I have a restraining order. I wouldn't be like That's last episode, of up. course. <laughs> so we know that she has this restraining order. You know who else should have a restraining order on Fallon? Fallon and Adam should have a restraining order on each other. We see they get into a tussle at the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she says, let them eat cake. Which is, With of course... the investors watching. Of course, like, she says okay. that in relation to Marie, Marie Antoinette, Antoinette. Yep. As they are dressed, her, Fallon as Marie Antoinette and Adam as Louis the Sixteenth. I just, it's unbearable sometimes to watch Adam's obsession with Fallon. Because it's just like, how would he know she would be that costume? And then he just like purposely does the same one and he just creepily stares at her the whole time and like oh i I don't even if fallon (laughs) didn't give a reaction i don't think adam would respond this way yeah he he likes likes, pushing buttons yeah he does because he knows that fallon is like gonna snap at any second and she does she does (laughs) and what she did in front of the investors i think was also very childish she needs to sometimes learn to take the higher road in fact she blames adam for messing up the garden, Adam says he has no idea, which I can understand why she did not believe him, but then later finds out it was Evan. Do you think Fallon apologizes to Adam regarding that accusation? No way. I don't think so, because Adam's done other things, right, that we see, and um, I think it's just going to keep going on next episode and throughout the season. Well, let's get into our special segment. Wow! That outfit that just made us all go wow. Maddie, what was your pick? Um, my pick was Sam. I loved his Elvis Halloween costume. And then, like you said before, he's been dressing really well this season. So he had like nice silk uh, shirts and um, very well put together. Like he definitely looks like a Carrington, but more with an edge. Not like over the top, but just really nice silk like dress shirts and stuff like that. So give it to him well mine's gonna also be sam sam's outfit as he is meeting with melissa daniels in which he puts on a black brown checkered blazer which Mm -hmm. sets the tone with his black shirt that's going against him it looks amazing he looks very well put together every single outfit is on point he's looking way more mature and as a boss as b-word as we expect him and want him to be let's get into some news and gossip shall we yes So here we have Meow.com, our favorite go-to Dynasty blog. Dynasty Season 3, Episode 3, 
Fallon is the only redeemable Carrington left on the show as Blake, even Blake, takes the easy way out. If you notice, Blake takes the easy way out and gets out of jail. Uh, we see that uh, Adam takes the easy way out. Crystal takes the easy way out. Sam makes a difficult call but is about to take the easy way out here we have fallon who was going to take the easy way out but then decides on her own that she will not once she gets the i'm proud of you speech in this episode the garden that ends up being destroyed ends up being fixed presumably by fallon's actual actions that's what we will know and notice so it's good to see that someone is taking some responsibility for their actions because we all know dominique never will Yes, true. Let's talk about some predictions, shall we? Your After Buzz TV predictions. What do you think is going to happen there, Maddie Pox? I was just thinking about the garden, and I think that Fallon and Evan are be like going to become an item, or at least hook up in the garden, maybe. I don't know. When it's all cleaned up. I think that there was chemistry there, and... Like I said before, she's frustrated with Liam. I I saw a little snippet on CW of her in a garden trying to talk to Liam. I think he might just tell her to go away forever. Hopefully not. But uh, yeah, something's going to happen with that. And maybe they'll be torn apart for a while. Crystal and Blake obviously under the same roof. She's more in charge of stuff. I see that going well. Um, I, I feel like, I don't know why, I feel like because they're both conniving, Adam and Melissa are going to have some sort of connection or like weird thing going on to ruin everyone's lives. Adam just becomes <laughs> lovers with every single one of it, of his enemies' enemies. So yeah. here we know that he has, a, he has an affair with Liam's mom, who is an adamant enemy of Fallon. Yeah. So it's interesting to think that I th I personally predict that Evan is not out of the picture, that Evan will somehow cause Liam to be thwarted in uh, with Fallon's attempts. I think that wedding bells arise for Liam and Ashley, the previous girlfriend, no. and that somehow Fallon will go and crash that wedding, and I think that's going to be a big uh, reveal towards the end of the season. I also believe that... That Adam is going, uh, Sam is going to find out that Anders was behind the takeover of the hotel. That Anders had more to do with it than previously thought, and that's going to cause a wedge between those two. Kirby is not out for the count. We had, we didn't see her this episode. We're going to see a lot more of her in the next two episodes as we get that where she's going with with the publishing house and i think fallon's atonement will become the death of her and we will see 100 hours of community service is a lot she's got 20 hours down 80 more to go to mess up and of course <laughs> we find out what adam did to adam did to mess up getting blake out of trouble but until then where can people find you if you want to be found? Maddie Potts. I have my uh, fur coat on now. Faux fur. <laughs> Faux fur to match you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Maddie Pox. Thank you guys so much for watching. I can't wait for the next episode and for next week. Well, glad to have you back, Maddie Pox. And of course, you can find me at I am Tehran all across the board. I-A-M-T-H-R-A-N. And find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After Shows because 
All of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows, too. You can actually catch me later tonight as we talk Watchmen on HBO. So find me, tell your friends, spread the love, share the wealth. Dynasty, thank you guys. over and out. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.